So 60 Minutes and CBS are attacking us again. I wanted to give you guys a quick sneak peek into uh, the fake news uh, going after Q, as it always does, especially lately. So here we go. Nemosnewsnetwork.com, breaking the cycle of fake news. Followers of a fast-growing conspiracy group called QAnon could have a significant influence in the upcoming election. QAnon first surfaced back in 2017. Now it maintains that President Trump is leading a war against liberal elites who, according to QAnon, are running a global sex trafficking network, including some very famous people. Now, there is zero evidence, zero, that any of this is true. Tonight's episode of 60 and 6 takes an inside look at QAnon. 60 and 6 features 60-minute-style storytelling in episodes that last around six minutes or so. It airs on the streaming app Quibi is produced by CBS News, which is part of a Viacom CBS, an investor, and Quibi. 60 and 60 correspondent and founder of Dot 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 Media, <laughs> Dot 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 Media, that's Lori Siegel, spoke with leaders of the movement. Dustin Nemos is a part of the QAnon community, and it's also how he makes a living. This is Dustin Nemos of the Nemos News Network. Nemos posts on his YouTube channel several times a week, sometimes several times a day. Should we talk a little bit about COVID? And, and considers himself a seeker of truth in a fake news world. COVID is the biggest lie fake news has ever told. How can you say that when you look at the numbers? Well, um, I don't trust the numbers, first of all. In New York, they supposedly had hashtag war zone hospitals. I had friends and, and audience members going out there with their cell phones saying it's a ghost town. No one's here. You're talking to someone who is in New York. You're talking to a, a crew of folks who, uh, who experienced a lot of this firsthand. Well, why were the hospitals empty when, when these people went there? You, you saw it on YouTube. We saw it in, in real life. Uh, we, well, we saw it from you. We heard, heard your version. No offense. We don't trust you guys. As someone who was in New York City in the height of COVID, yes. who had friends in the hospital, I can tell you it just as simply isn't true. We had whistleblower nurses who went into this and exposed what was happening. Hospitals were actually monetized and incentivized to lie about COVID patients. What um, evidence do you, do you have besides online speculation? There's, there's uh, months now of documented evidence for this. What kind? Uh, Various articles, uh, the Gateway Pundit, Zero Hedge has put out many what of them. What kind of article? Nemos News Network, if you want to go your search That's network. The, absolutely. I've been covering this since the beginning, so I've covered every bit of it. You know, uh, more than 200,000 Americans have died since the pandemic. I know CBS has been reporting on these deaths and has knowledge firsthand. So obviously a pretty tense exchange there. You see, we're almost living two different versions of the truth, Gail. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious about how you kept your face on straight, Lori. But I am wondering, how did they gain so many followers based on all of these false theories? Yeah, I mean, I, I think the, this movement is growing so quickly. And you have this mysterious figure, Q, who drops these predictions online. And people are really, really following this. And, and you know, I think it's actually a perfect storm. You have the disenfranchisement on, of people. You have this pandemic where people are turning online. And then you also have this growing distrust of mainstream media. You have the coining of fake news. You have misinformation spreading online. And it really has created a perfect storm that's led to Q. Yeah, it's, it's it's very frightening. What are some of the main misconceptions? 
You know, I, I think this is something we can't ignore. I've covered internet movements my whole career for the last decade, and this is unlike anything I've ever covered. These aren't just people who are in the, their mom's basement, right? This is pe this is a movement people really find appealing. You know, you have nearly a hundred state and congressional candidates that are circulating the messages of Q. Twenty nine have won primaries. Being on the ground, you begin to really understand that people are, you know, looking for some type of leadership, looking for something different. They're almost forming their own political party online. So I really don't think we can ignore this. And I don't think we can ignore how quickly this is spreading. And when they circulate the messages that you speak of, what are the political implications of that? I mean, extraordinary uh, implications. When you're on the ground, one of the interesting things, Gail, is when, when we were in this rally, and it was a pretty intense environment with the media, you know, they're filming you as you're filming them because they distrust uh, the media. But I think the big question is what's going to happen when we head towards the election, uh, and will they accept the results? You know, I actually spoke to a lot of folks inside the rally. Listen to what they said. President Trump's going to get reelected. What if he's not reelected? Well, he's going to be reelected. What if he's not reelected? If President Trump is not reelected, then that's for the American people to decide if the elections were fair. I think there's going to be a lot of very angry Americans that he wasn't reelected. It won't happen. The only way it'll happen is with your vote fraud. This not your their vote fraud. So what happens if he doesn't? Then the military will probably step in. The question is, will this online movement move offline? And I think that's what a lot of us are wondering, and a lot of experts who are looking at this are wondering, and will they accept results regardless? And I think that's what I really heard on the ground, because one of the things to note about QAnon is Donald Trump is really that guiding force. They look for cues and signs in anything Trump tweets and anything he says, Gail. And who is Q, Lori? Are you able to figure out who is it, male, female group? Who is this person? Or group. Right. I had I had this question. I was like, you, you know, everyone is talking about Q and going on and on about, you know, these predictions that haven't come true. And what's interesting is no one knows who Q is. Uh, Q is. Uh, and when you go into these groups, a lot of these folks, they don't want to know who Q is mm -hmm. uh, and, and they're not interested in that. And so Q is this mysterious figure who's posting. It could be one person. It could be many people who's posting these predictions. And, and so it's almost, you know, I, I put it like this. It's almost the gamification of conspiracy theories, where it's like these people believe in doing their own research and looking up their own stuff. And down the rabbit hole of the Internet, they can find truth in anything. And they don't know who Q is, All nor right. do they care. All right, Lori. Thank you very much. You can watch Lori's full story today on 60 and 6 on the mobile streaming app Quibi. And that's not all. Look at the last seven days.